Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do another DC Talk episode. This is going to be actually a spoiler-filled episode. I'm going to be talking about a particular scene that happened very recently on Titans. The Is it Max? HBO Max? What, what are we doing now? Uh, HBO or Max or HBO Max TV show. It's currently running its third season. I think it's already been cancelled. Uh, they took like a mid-season break or, or something like that. Uh, I'm your host, Matthew. And yeah, so um, a couple of rules I need to kind of set before I get into anything. If you are either not caught up with Titans um, or whatever the case may be, I'm going I'm to be discussing something spoilery for a Titans episode. To give a bit of context to what's going on. I'm not currently watching the... Is this the third season? The fourth season? The current season. I think it's the fourth season of Titans. Um, It hasn't come over here yet. And I also dipped out after the last season. But... um, So if you either, you know, don't care about being spoiled for it. Or if you already know. Or if you're already watching. Whatever the case may be. um, I'm going to be talking about the particular scene. A little bit like I did with that Peacemaker scene where it was I hadn't seen the episode but I wanted to talk about the scene because I thought it was kind of kind of interesting very interesting and important for um for what's going on with DC yeah certainly so this is your one and only spoiler warning if you've not caught up with the episode or haven't seen it or don't want to know if you're wondering how I saw it by the way I both saw screenshots of it on Twitter and saw multiple videos of like it's like a five minute scene and I just checked it out so that's how I found out about it. I saw like screenshots and discussions about it, and I saw that you, you can like watch the scene of it on YouTube as you can with many other TV shows. So if you've not caught up, whatever, you've had your chance to click off the podcast. Um, so kind of an interesting thing going on here in terms of how or why Gar is traveling the multiverse. I don't have any context as to how or why that's happening because I'm not watching the show. But the element I'm going to talk about here is what happens as he's traveling the multiverse, the staging of it, who shows up, what that kind of means. It's probably, at the end of the day, this is probably just a fun little thing that I decided to put into Titans. And they've done bits of this before in some of the CW Arrowverse shows. I mean, there was a a series of episodes wasn't there crisis on infinite earths which was a multiverse story and you had lots and lots and lots of different cameos from lots and lots of different dc characters from the past and whatever and it was quite good i'm a big big fan of these things happening of like because from a fundamental base perspective if you were to think of oh this character so like in the world of dc for example what about if and this is just this isn't in this scene, but just you know an example. What if Henry Cavill Superman had a scene with Melissa Benoist's Supergirl, for example? How would that go? What would they talk about? How would they sort of you know click together in the scene? Um, what would it, what would the interaction be like? And I love that idea. I really really love that idea. We saw it in Spider Man. We saw a couple of Flash things happening. On the Crisis on Infinite Earths episode. Uh, obviously the MCU's done this. You know a few times now. We're in the multiverse saga. So uh, who he actually meets. Or the characters that I recognise who he meets. 
um, meet Stargirl, has like an actual like proper intro, in, not introduction, interaction with Supergirl. Um, sees a bunch of characters through the portals, which I thought was quite cool. So I thought I thought overall this is, this was quite a good idea, and it was quite fun. I thought the scenes were very good, and again, it's another one of them things of you have okay Titans, yes, a darker tone show than Stargirl, for example. But Gar is kind of one of the more um, fluffy, sort of fun characters. Um, same with like you know Flash, Supergirl, those those sorts of characters. And you have here like he um, gets teleported into Stargirl's world. She's like, oh, you just appeared from like you know a bolt of lightning or whatever it was she, she said. And they have an interaction, and it's like, oh, cool. What would Stargirl and Beast Boy like? They're from different. I mean, they're both from Earth, but they're from, you know, different Earths and whatnot. What would that interaction be like? I thought that was quite good. It was quite short, simple, and, and cool, but it was a great interaction, I thought. One of the very interesting elements about this scene is... Okay, so this is in a Titans episode. Titans is cancelled. He meets Stargirl. Stargirl is cancelled. He meets um, the Titans version of Cyborg, so not Ray Fisher. The um, uh, Do- sorry, Doom Patrol version of Cyborg meets him. That show's cancelled. Sees Swamp Thing very briefly through a portal. That show got cancelled ages ago. Um, sees uh, Grant Gustin's The Flash. I don't know if he sees Grant Gustin's Flash. Like if they see each other, because him Gar, Gar and um, or Beast Boy or whatever, and um, Swamp Thing look like they sort of look. At each other, so I couldn't quite tell if I, I think Grant Gustin's Flash looked back at at him as well. It was just a Flash doing his usual sort of running through the Speed Force or whatever. Um, Flash is finishing, uh, which is interesting because the the film is actually coming out soon. Um, there's this like bald guy he meets through a portal. I saw his name written down. I don't know who that actually is, but that was kind of cool. He hears. The animated, because it's Kaylee Koku's voice, um, hears her in this little multiversal, like one of them realm things. Doesn't see the animated version of her, but you hear her voice. I can't remember what she says, or she's just like doing a Harley Quinn thing. You can hear her. Then, um, I think it was he sees an at the the teen, I think the Teen Titans Go version of Beast Boy. Which is the animated version of himself um, through a portal, and then goes into the Doom Patrol world and sees Cyborg through the uh, through a portal. Actually, goes through the, he gets kind of like knocked out or something, and uh, Cyborg's got like waffles. The scene just the, the YouTube version of the scene that I saw just sort of cut off there, so I, I don't know what happens after that. Maybe it's the end of the episode. For, for all I know, I, I don't know. But it'd be interesting to kind of know, because I have no idea why this is happening or how this is happening. He does, God does sort of say, can someone help me? Or like, can so-and-so, he seems to be directing, um, speaking directly to somebody and saying, hey, can you help me or whatever. It was very interesting, the sort of staging for this as well, because he was in this like, like what you had with Ant-Man, the Wasp, Quantumania, this sort of realm-looking world, which is obviously on a soundstage or whatever, or vol- volume thing or whatever it is. 
and you can see because they're supposed to be like you know unlimited amounts of earths with with this type of concept right and you see these little planets floating in the background and there's all this like you know purple red sort of stuff floating around and then these portals that open up um oh another one that we saw and this was like really brief as well he saw shazam zachary levi shazam flying through something i don't know if that's a reference to the film i've the second film i've not seen it i try to think there's any other references my question is because we're now at a point where like titans is going to be finished stargirl's finished doom patrol's finished swamp thing's finished flash is going to be finished basically it, almost because i don't know about teen titans go although that's like a completely separate thing and so is harley quinn as well um now that we're at a point where like flash is supposed to reset things like the end of the dceu is supposed to happen right and then superman legacy 2025 and creature commandos is supposed to kick off the dcu i can't remember which one of those is supposed to be first i i think it's supposed to be starting with superman legacy written directed by james gunn and also from the the studio head as well who is also james gunn um and the the curious part about this is not only was this used in a show that's already been cancelled, but you used a bunch of characters from shows that have already been cancelled or ending. Um, if you kind of discount, because like Teen Titans Go is its own thing, so is Harley Quinn. Uh, those are sort of slightly different separate entities. But you've used, basically almost every character you've used is from something that isn't really continuing going forward. It'd be very interesting to see, because my, my assumption, sort of, and again, we don't know how clear this is, which is the whole, like, uncertainty thing, because do we actually really know what's going on with DC? It, it feels like we don't. Um, okay, the, the entire Titans cast, you won't be continuing with them, I assume, after this series. Stargirl, you'll probably introduce later. Like, all of these characters, apart from Flash, who... You're also going to need a new version because regardless of if you're going to recast Ezra Miller or not, that version of Flash, uh, Grant Gustin, is going to be concluding because the show's concluding. But the DCEU itself is concluding, but you also need to recast the person who's playing the DCEU Flash anyway. So you're going to need to you're going to need a new Flash anyway because of multiple reasons. Plus, if you are rebooting, let's put it in quotes. Uh, new Batman, new Superman, new Wonder Woman, new Flash, new Aquaman, new everybody, apart from his peacemaker side of things with creature commandos and all that, because he's keeping his own stuff, right? So, and we, we know we're getting a new Swamp Thing, which I doubt is going to be have anything to do with the... Um, it was actually a DC Universe show, wasn't it? I doubt that's going to be continuing at all. So... And it, it, don't get me wrong, again, great to see, like, you know, oh, there's Swamp Thing, there's Shazam, he has an interaction with Stargirl, there's this other guy who I don't know, oh, Zachary Levi's popped up, that's weird, for for a second. And oh, there's this cool multiverse idea, I like that a lot, I really, really like that a lot. But it's very curious that you chose to do it in a cancelled show, using a bunch of characters from other cancelled shows. Because... Okay, Gara's now experienced the multiverse. I don't know why or how or what purpose it serves. Or where Titans goes after this. It probably just goes back to normal and finishes its story in whatever way it's going to do. Do that.
Today's sponsor is Manscaped. You can get 20% off with your order with Manscaped by using the promo code that we've got with them, which is ETALKUK. That's E-T-A-L-K-U-K to get 20% off your order and free shipping with Manscaped. They sell various different men's grooming products from shavers, razors, ear and nose head trimmers, different clothes and deodorants. You don't even need to Google Manscaped themselves. You can click on the link in your show notes, whether you're on a podcast player or the website. Uh, version of the episode and you can go and click on that link in the show notes that's also got the promo code written in the show notes as well so you can either copy and paste the promo code etalkuk etalkuk you can either copy and paste that into your show notes or type it in in the promo code box and click apply that will get you 20 percent off your order with manscaped and free shipping first hand quality professional with manscaped from their packaging to the items themselves even the way the items are stored in the packaging is very very first class very professional so no questions about manscapes quality thanks very much to manscape for sponsoring entertainment talks podcast and thank you very much for listening hi there if you're looking to get started with a website of your own and a domain name we've got good news for you with our affiliate link with kualu you can click on that link which is in your show notes which is for our affiliate link you can go over to kualu to get started with your website and domain name today they've also got a very handy chat support system which is usually in the bottom right hand corner to send messages back and forth to kualu if you'd like to ask them for help to get started with your domain name and website today so that's kualu and you can use them to get started with your website and domain name today thank you very much to kualu for this affiliate link Hi there, if you'd like to get rid of the ads in Entertainment Talks podcasts and listen to the ad-free versions of our episodes, we've got good news for you there as well. You can subscribe to Entertainment Talk at either the $5 level tier or $10 level tier. The $5 level tier will get you access to all of Entertainment Talk's previous ad-free podcasts and the future ad-free podcasts that we make in the month that you're subscribed for. If you also subscribe to us at the $10 level tier, that will get you that benefit that I've just mentioned, and it'll also grant you access to request a review for two episodes of a TV show and a general discussion on that show, or a film review of your choice. So if if there's a TV show out there or a film that we've not covered perhaps and you'd like our opinion on it, we can watch two episodes of that TV show or film review. So it's one of either of those per month. Of course, if you continue subscribing each month, you can pick a TV show, then a film the next month and so on and so forth. This is a great way to support Entertainment Talk, get your ad-free podcasts and also get some reviews of your choice. Thank you very much for supporting us and thank you for listening. Back to the show. So, as as great as this is, and I get don't get wrong, loved it. I thought like because initially I thought, oh, what, what's this? What's this going to be? You know, when I saw this scene pop up, and I was like, oh, a bunch of multiverse characters popping up, and I I love that idea. But what's the what's the? And I don't mean this in like a doom and gloom sort of way, but what was the purpose or the point of? And again, maybe the multiverse thing. Maybe I'm missing some context as to. The multiverse context of it has got something to do with Titans. But what I'm saying is, most of, if not all of the appearances of the characters are from ending or cancelled things. Because even if you look at, okay, Grant Gustin's Flash. Cool, great, great sim. Love Grant Gustin's Flash. And seeing him look back at Gar, even though it was very brief, was very cool. I like that idea. Very, very cool. His interaction with Stargirl, very cool. Great little scene. Um... And then, okay, Zachary Levi's Shazam completely bombed at the box office. Like, 
you know, did horribly. Probably not getting a third film. Be very surprised if it does. So, again, as great as this is, and I really do like this, um, because it, let's be honest, it would have served more purpose, let's say, because I'm trying to think of things that are continuing, right? If you did this scene, and let's say you still used Gar, because I'm assuming, I'm assuming there's more of a reason for Gar being in this scene as opposed to the other characters who aren't in the show. Um, you know, like Grant Gustin's Flash, Cyborg, and I know, I know Doom Patrol's had some crossovers with Titans and that sort of stuff. That's happened before anyway, but that was ages ago and DC was in a completely different place. Let's say you did this same scene where Gar is traveling the multiverse for a reason that I'm not aware of. Okay, that's fine. I, I don't understand why he's doing it, but it's very cool that he is doing it. It would have genuinely served more purpose if it was, and I know this is like very like unlikely, if you had Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, Robert Pattinson's Batman, John Cena's Peacemaker, and let's say, um, what other characters have we got that are continuing? Like some other Peacemaker characters or something. Because what you then technically could do is, and I know they're trying to keep like some of that stuff separate, like a lot of the things I just named have got nothing to do with each other. Like Peacemaker's in its own thing, Batman's in its own thing, Joker's in its own thing, which still applies here anyway. Because you've got Gar, who's in a show who's got nothing to do with Grant Gustin's Flash. You've got Gar in a show who's got nothing to do with Shazam's, um, Zachary Levi's Shazam. And you've also got, uh, like, the, the animated stuff, which has got nothing to do with that anyway. I know that that's the purpose of the multiverse, which is characters from other things that aren't in the same universe. I understand that. But it would have been, like, imagine... Imagine how wild it would be, and this is just an example, right? Again, I really like this idea, I'm just curious about the choice of characters who show up, because they're all from cancelled things. Um, let's say, just for an example, and this would probably, this would specifically with, because you could do like some fun, silly, stupid thing in Peacemaker with this, right? If you were to do this scene, but with characters who are going to be ongoing, so Robert's Batman and Joaquin Phoenix's Joker... What if there was a small nod and small reference in the Batman 2 or in Joker 2 and he meant that they mentioned the multiverse? The reason that would be very strange is because of how grounded those two things are. Um, because like if you, if you look at the tone of something like Joker and something like Robert's Batman, multiverse things don't make any sense in those unless you introduce those things because they... they those, as much as those are very grounded, gritty, realistic sort of more stories, which I, I understand that they are, they're very different tonal things, um, those characters do still exist in a multiverse. Um, and as much as DC's wanted to use that as a bit of an excuse of like, oh yeah, we do have these characters, they're just spread all over the place. Um, as much as it is strange to think about Joker and Batman being in the multiverse, and they obviously yeah, they haven't used it because it wouldn't work in the films that they were in, they are actually in a multiverse. So as weird as it, as weird as it would be, let's say for example, in the Batman 2, Batman gets flung into the multiverse and has scenes like this. Although it wouldn't really fit that, it would still make sense because they are still in that. So that's that's kind of a curious choice. So again... Really, really like this scene. It's it's cool, it's fun, it's interesting. I like these sort of like, hey, what if this character interacted with this character? That's kind of an idea of a big universe or a big multiverse. I mean, even if you look at the MCU, 
you know, didn't start out as a multiverse, but it was the idea of what about if we have Iron Man, Captain America, Black Widow, Hulk, and all these characters, and okay, instead of them just doing Iron Man one two three, Black Widow, and you know, Captain America one two three, what if we have it so that um, what do you call it, Iron Man interacts with Captain America, Captain America has an interaction with Hulk, and you build a team out of that. And those ideas are always very cool. Um, the execution of them might be, might not be quite all all you know great, but in in different varieties. But the just the fundamental idea of put Batman and Superman in a scene together. What are they going to say to each other? What are they going to do? But then the other idea of multiverse. What if, like, imagine in this scene, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker pops up and starts speaking to this version of Beast Boy. What would that interaction be like? That that's is is kind of cool, right? I mean, I I really like the idea, and as much as you can look at something like Avengers Endgame and say, oh, fan service, fan service, fan service, it works. I I've I've never really quite understood, like let's say with Star Wars or DC or you know these these big branching things or like game you know these these really really big IP, and you've got fan service moments, fans that. Uh, moments that um, fans have been waiting for for a while, like the things that happen in Avengers Endgame, and like, oh, cool, Captain America did this thing. I've never really understood the idea of like fan service being cheap or silly. I think it's fan service because I, I, I said, and I know I'm going like slightly off topic, but still sticking within the world of multiversal stories and whatnot. Whenever I've gone to see any films on the big screen. The ones that have got the audience cheering the most over the last 10 years are Marvel films. Because they have had those fan service like, oh look, look who popped up on the screen. It's so and so and he's talking to so and so. And isn't this so cool? And yeah, it is. It's it's moments like that that get fans happy and get fans cheering. Um, I don't think it's cheap or like, you know, silly at all to do that. I think when you've got franchises like this that are full of these characters, you want to see them interact. And as great as it is, it's like, okay, yeah, you can do se- you can do solo Superman, you can do solo Spider-Man, Batman, solo Wonder Woman. Okay, those characters can still very much stand on their own. But isn't it great when they're on screen together? Isn't it great when, whether it's, you know, smaller team-ups or multiversal things or um, bigger team-ups or w- whatever scale it's on? It's a very cool idea. And I, I liked this... Um, particular scene it's not going to get me back to watching titans but um it was very cool um it's just a point of curiosity as to who though who who they chose to set up here or, or use in these scenes um even with something like swamp thing that we do have details about that coming back that's probably going to be a fresh take of that and i mean you know swamp thing was cancelled what two three years ago anyway um it was pretty obvious from that point that we were going to get a new version of swamp thing um so it's in, it's interesting. It's very very interesting. So yeah, and even I'd be very curious for the day. And I can't think of any instances where this has happened because there's another bridge to this as well, and it does get kind of brought up here. Animation side of characters. Obviously, we've got well, we currently have Margot Robbie as a live action Harley Quinn, and we've got Kaylee voicing the animated version. Um. I wonder, and I'm not talking about like 
um, digital raccoons who are like Rocket Raccoon or Groot. I'm not talking about those types of characters. Actual scenes, and Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness touched upon this very, very briefly. I wonder in the future with Marvel and DC, I guess you could do this in Star Wars as well. I don't know how it would work in Star Wars, but if you could have, let's say you go back to that Gar scene and um, Gar is pulled into the world of the animated Harley Quinn show. What's that interaction like? Because then you're not, then that's that serves a different like literally visual aspect as to okay he gets flung into Stargirl's world two live action characters who are you know in the same world but in on different earths what is an animation and a live action interaction like with these characters and you do have a few pockets of them I mean you've got the what if world from um the MCU you've got the Teen Titans ghost stuff here you've got the animated Harley Quinn show you've got I swear there's another animated DC thing that I'm not thinking of. Because Marvel Marvel does have its animated stuff as well. Um, you've also got like the, the animated... Um, is it Batman Cape Crusader? They're doing like a new thing of that. Or like the, the Superman... There's a new animated Superman thing as well. And a new animated Wonder Woman thing. What would it be like if those characters interacted with any of the live action characters i just think that there's lots of cool interactions to be had so anyway i i really like this i thought because i i watched like just on a whim i was you know just browsing youtube and stuff and i saw it come up and i'd kind of heard a bit about it but i hadn't seen any any scenes pop up for it and i saw a clip and i thought okay i'll check this out see see what this is like i i'll, I'll go in understanding i don't have any context as to why it's happening but i still want to see what this is and i watched it and i thought this is really cool it was really good and then I saw who the characters were that were popping up. I was like, oh, you're from a cancelled show. You're from a film that's just bombed at the box office. You're from a, a, a TV show that's ending. You're from another cancelled TV show. You're from an animated TV show. I was like, this is pretty good. I like this. Um, so, again, really, really liked the, the, this short scene. Um, it's just curious as to the character choices made here. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, for those of you that have, well, hopefully you've seen the scene because I've described the whole thing for it thing of it for you um two different points to look at from this did you enjoy the general idea of this uh what did you think of the choice of characters that show up um do you watch titans is there like like okay you know how come gar was actually doing this um that kind of stuff is this season of titans better all kinds of things that you could write in about of course as well um I don't think in the grand scheme that the big picture of DC this like means anything groundbreaking because again most of these characters are from cancelled shows and unless they get moved to other things we weren't going to really see them much again. Um, anyway let me know your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments about this. Uh, Entertainmenttalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK and there's information in your show notes. In the meantime you can find everything else that we do on EntertainmentTalk.org, uh, TV, games, films, main night podcasts take a look out for that as well uh tell other people about what we're doing um either social media word of mouth whatever you want to do with that patreon five dollar ten dollar level tiers actually podcast review options look at that as well if you'd like to um tv and film news if you want to know about future whether it's star wars that i mentioned game of thrones dc marvel tv film all that kind of stuff uh geek town radio on tuesdays geek for the week uh look out for that 
as well. Bex on Twitch, TristaBYTES, doing uh, retro chat game and other streams. Look what she's doing over there. Me on Twitch at least once a week, hopefully, with the FIFA career mode stuff. Twitch, UK for all that kind of stuff. And if you miss any of the game clips, Twitch archives, all that kind of stuff, YouTube, Entertainment, Talk, Plays. This was cool. Good to talk about. It was a good scene. And I enjoyed it. Anyway, thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.